Well, welcome back to another MarTech Zone interviews. On today's show, I have Kate Bradley Chernus. Uh, Kate is the CEO of Lately, the only social media management platform that creates content for you with the power of artificial intelligence. This is MarTech Zone interviews, a podcast from DK New Media, publishers of MarTech Zone, the leading publication for sales and marketing professionals to research, discover, and learn how to leverage technology to drive business results. Uh, welcome back to another MarTech Zone interviews. On today's show, I have Kate Bradley Chernus. Kate, welcome to the show. Hey there. Do you go by Doug or Douglas? I forgot to ask you. Okay. The, 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 this see the, everybody asks me that, and it's a total geek answer to it. <laughs> there is a Doug Carr in New York, by the way. Really? Uh, I, I graduated from NYU, I think, and he's turning into a famous producer. Oh. And, and this is the hilarious part was I started uh, early on. I did content management and SEO for a few companies and I had my own blog and I, I kept seeing him pop up in Google results. Oh yeah. And, and right. so I literally tracked him down, stalked him, found his phone number, called him out of the blue. <laughs> and I said, do you go by Doug or by Douglas? And he goes, Doug, I said, would you ever go by Douglas? And he goes, oh no, I can't stand when people call me Douglas. I was like, okay, well, here's the deal then. <laughs> Doug, <laughs> Dougcar.com is open. You go get that. I'll go get douglascar.com and forever in the future, I'll be Douglas online. That's brilliant. I and, love that. <laughs> I, and I got to tell you that I think he was a little bit freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff is important though. Like yeah. good on you, you know? I yeah. mean, well, and it's, and now uh, seriously, if you Google Doug Carr, you'll, you'll, you'll see me pop up too, but you'll definitely see it, you know, cater towards him uh, as well. And, and he is becoming famous. So um, hopefully I can ride his well, coattails. So you are Google. too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Infamous>. <laughs> so yeah, so long story short, call me Doug. That's fine. Doug. That's, that's better than what most people call me. So um <laughs> Well, well, Kate, maybe uh, share with everybody your journey to 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 where you got to um, launching lately, and then we'll we'll talk about the platform and and really just uh, the incredible advantages that you have over over other platforms out there. Oh, you're so nice. Um, no, I no, no, I'm not sure. Doug Douglas, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm not sure if I mentioned to you, this to you previously, but I used to have uh, a career in rock and roll radio, Douglas. So oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, my last gig was broadcasting to 20 million listeners a day for XM Satellite Radio. Wow. Yeah, and what I learned in radio actually fuels the base of our AI. So I'll just dive into that real quick and then yeah. we'll talk about other fun things. But so this is fascinating to me. I was very lucky. I came up in, in AAA radio, which is adult album alternative. It's kind of a rare format. It's kind of like the music they play on, on NPR that's not classical, the rock music. Yeah. Right. Um, and it really relies on theater of the mind. Um, when I was in radio, it was live. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so there was a lot of weight put on the artistry of of the segue and the journey and all the things. And it was my job to make you, the listener, feel as though you had a voice, even though I'm wielding the mic. Right. And one of the things I learned was that the way um, the neuroscience of the brain processes music is when you hear a new song, you instantly must access every older song you've ever heard before in, in just a moment. And your 
pulling forward nostalgia, memory, emotion, because your brain is looking for those familiar touch points so it knows where to index the new song in your library, right? Wow. Yeah. So now think about this, marketers. When you're writing copy, someone else reads that copy and they hear the voice in their head. That's what happens when you read any text, any book, anything, right? And it's your job as the author to figure out how to find those emotional touch points. Siri's interrupting us. (laughs) (laughs) Find those emotional touch points and to, um, again, access emotion, nostalgia, to get to trust. Those are the things that make us give you money. Absolutely. Right in the end. Yeah. Yeah. So when we write copy um, at lately, when we had to, we had to feed the brain originally and tell it what to pay attention to and it pays attention to me. So um, to now to continue to answer your question. So I was also a fiction writing major in radio. Of course, I wrote a million commercials. Then I had this little marketing agency and my first c- uh, client was Walmart. What? <laughs> just, just, what? just a little client. Oops. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I had built a spreadsheet system and, and just for, for folks listening to get a little nerdy on the mark, marketing part here, it, it was Walmart and all of their franchises, Bank of America and all of theirs, AT&T and all of theirs, the IRS, National Disability Institute and United Way Worldwide and all of their entities. So it was about 20,000 players, small, medium, large uh, across you know, the, the nation. And everyone had different skill sets, different budgets, et cetera. They're all behind a really good cause. That was the idea here. And so I thought, well, how, how the heck am I going to get these people united you know, and, and then deliver the content? So the first thing I did was I spent a lot of time, but I, I created a way to do a quick five-minute audit of how anybody did their marketing around um, copywriting and consistency. And so I audited them all. And then I spent some time giving a lot of workshops, just trying to understand like where we're at. And then um, the system I created was all spreadsheet based because this was like 12 years ago, maybe 13. Oh, but I'm that old. Yeah. So it was like <laughs> my space was still around. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my spreadsheet system ended up getting us 130% ROI year over year for three years. Wow. Yeah. So that was actually the where Lately was born because a friend of mine saw my spreadsheets and kept annoying me and was like, oh, these, what are these spreadsheets? What are you doing with these? Let's make some wireframes. Let's automate them and make some software. You only need $25,000. And I was like, have you met me? I've been eating ramen for a dozen years. I work in radio. (laughs) (laughs) Even at XM, like, I mean, I made $50,000 at the top of the top. Right. right? right. 2004, five and six, you know? Um, So yeah, so, so that's, kind of what I've been doing on the way here, <laughs> which seems like a zigzag, but, you know, now looking back, oh, straight line. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so, so let's, let's talk about lately then and how that, you know, basically assists, you know, uh, marketers with their messaging across social media. Yeah. So lately, um, first connects to all of your social media accounts, whatever you give us access to, and it instantly analyzes everything you've published for the last year. And it looks every day to update its information. So it's ongoing and it's studying the highest engaging posts that you've had and what words, key phrases, and sentence structures made up those posts, right? So the the baseline of what creates good content. Yeah. And then when you feed it any long form content, it could be a blog, a newsletter, a white paper, or 
a podcast, a video, webinars from a conference, anything at all. And the brain takes the writing model it built and it applies it to what you give it. And it looks for any quotes, the cool stuff that you and I say to here today, Douglas, right? Yeah. And it matches in the case of video, the video up with the quotes. So in a few minutes, you have a hundred mini movie trailers designed to promote your stream wherever it lives, right? That's, That's one incredible. Example. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. And, 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 you know, it's, it is incredible. Here's what's amazing. It still requires some human sure. effort. Sure. <laughs> and this is where people freak out. They're like, wait a second. It doesn't just do everything for me. And I'm like, no, man, you don't want it to do. Marketing is not a robotic affair. Right. Right. right? Like you told me today, I like to warm up and, and get to know somebody before I interview them because I want to connect with them. Right. Right. Now we could probably have a great interview having never connected at all, but we just laughed our asses off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And, and it makes for a warmer conversation and everything else. So the setup is, is, is absolutely critical. That's right. And, and robots on their own are very cold and humans on their own, normally pretty slow, yeah. but together, that's where you get that sparkle darkle. Right. Well, I think, I think too, you know, I always tell people that, the older I get as a marketer, the less I admit that I know. Um, <laughs> and, and, and so people will often ask me like, well, if I run this, uh, if I run this, you know, campaign and this offer, you know, what do you think the results are going to be? And I'll start out by saying, well, here's, I have a 50% chance of actually, you know, predicting <laughs> this correctly. Cause after, you know, 25 years of doing this, I literally still am, you know, find myself just incredulous that that worked or that didn't work. We did this incredible campaign. And, and I, and I think most marketers um, that are, that are mature start to figure that out after a time. And so one of the things that I love about data and, and AI and everything else is um, it, it's less about my bias and it is more based on, you know, result driven, you know, assumptions. And so, yes. you know, when you're, when you're looking at what the AI is telling you and what the, what the algorithms are telling you is actually resonating, you can't really argue with it because it's, <laughs> it's, it's data and it's, and it's pulling out. It doesn't have bias, you know, unless the algorithm of course does, but, um, and so I love that. And then the other side of it too, though, is though, to your point is, you don't want it to be that machine, right? I, and I think a lot of people, you, you, you just hit on some great key points. One is trust. Trust is absolutely critical. And so I think consumers and businesses alike, if we think that we're talking to a machine, we, we shut it down. Mm -hmm. We hate it. I saw that when chatbots, you know, rose to their, you know, <laughs> everybody put a chatbot on their site. And the first thing that happened was everybody got pissed off that they were getting tricked. <laughs> Right. That's right. They, That's they right. thought that they were talking to somebody and they didn't realize it was, it was a bot. So now when you go to a site, it'll say, I'm a bot and I'm here right. to help you, you know, <laughs> and now, and, and the, the only difference was trust was, you know, and so the other side of this that I love is that you still as a marketer need to differentiate yourself and put your voice and put your brand and, you know, and, and everything. So, so you're meeting halfway in the middle with something like lately, right? Right. So it's, it's more art than science is the simple way of putting that. Um, the way I like to do it, because I tie everything back to music is, you know, Keith Richards said it best, which is without the role, it's just a march. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's pretty fantastic. boring. Ding, 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 ding. You know? <laughs> that's awesome. You got to interview Keith Richards? Um, no, but I did oh. meet him, actually. Do you want to hear hear that story? Absol- absolutely. <laughs> it's actually on my LinkedIn page, so you guys can find me at um, linkedin.com slash Kate Bradley. Um, and you'll see a picture of me with the Stones from my you know crazy career. So so we were I wasn't allowed to go to a big concert because it was supposed to be considered payola until the VP of programming was going to this concert. So I was like, OK, <laughs> yes, if he's going, it's OK, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so I got my my tickets and and um right the day of the show he had a couple more so I grabbed my two best friends I was bringing my boyfriend now husband guitar player extraordinaire and then he was like the VP was like hey we've got um, backstage passes for for meet and greet now in radio you're a snob you don't meet and greet you're too cool for that right yeah you just yeah. are, but not now. Yeah. <laughs> not for the stones were like, yeah, ah, yeah. exactly. Okay. So we go down to the backstage or whatever, and there's this nice British woman who says, "The boys are very glad to meet you, and they'll be here shortly. Have some drinks, and our our camera guy will come in and take a photograph. You're not allowed to take any. There's no autographs. Be ready when the picture happens. It's gonna go like this. Okay, fine. So long story, but worth it. So in comes Mick. And he's got a red silk shirt on and his eyelids are like hanging over his eyeballs, basically. (laughs) And he puts his hand out like the Queen of England for us to kiss it. I'm not kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And just walks through like all stiff. And then Charlie, who you can see in the picture, is stiff as a board with his shoulders up, literally enters like he's like a corpse, like he always is. So stiff from him too, not nothing warm there. Yeah, yeah. Then Ron Wood comes on in, saunters in, he's in the striped shirt, he goes straight to the 16-year-old with the you know the best body, <laughs> her up, right? <laughs> and then Keith comes in and he yanks my my boyfriend, now husband, out my who's short, he's five four. Yeah. So he yanks him out of the back, pulls him forward and says, come here, shorty. And then the picture snaps. That's fantastic. All right, we're gonna we're gonna put a link to your LinkedIn page just for that. That is fantastic. It's great. Yeah, it's a sorry. And by the way, so so let's talk marketing there. So there's yeah. a reason I leave that on my LinkedIn page because it's a conversation starter, right? Yes. And people are like, oh, you have to have your brand. Everyone on your team should have a brand banner there. And I'm like, no, they shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we gotta find back to the touch points and the trust. The weather is the most beautiful thing ever because it brings us all right to that meeting point you know yeah. right yeah. there's no science in that this is the this is the art this is that je ne sais quoi the magic it's got to be everywhere you know yeah absolutely can't forget that well um for for people interested in uh in checking out lately and perhaps doing a demo um they can they can just schedule that right through the site yeah, it's super easy. And we spend uh, the same amount of time with our smaller customers as our larger customers, because we like to get to know you just like you like to get to know me, right? Yeah. Um, and one of the things too, is we're trying to assess where you fit in the mix. So so we have a syndication feature, um, Doug, which is how we work with our larger customers. This is what I did for Walmart, by the way, where one person is auto-generating with the AI content for every single person in the entire enterprise. Wow. So that the social advocates have something to say that's been pre-vetted the so the selling teams the executive thought leaders right and it comes down from top and they can publish on their behalf so no one has to see it or they can give it to you and if you're not an idiot you have the yeah. ability to update it and edit it or however you like um 
So that's been really interesting to watch because people have, this is, this is back to the entrepreneurship and not to be a total commercial, but like we watch how our customers use lately and we didn't expect them to do the things they're doing. You know, like for one, we had a customer, I saw that she was, her posts were in Portuguese and I was like, where'd you get that? And I saw Lately's tag on it. And she literally took a blog that was in Portuguese, ran it through the AI and the AI pulled out Portuguese quotes. It knew to do that. <laughs> oh, oh my God. That's incredible. I know. Right. So it's so funny. To, that's the reason we like to spend some time in a demo, um, which is interesting because I feel like the world is allergic to getting to know you a little bit Yeah. And it, um, before COVID even. Um, and we've just learned to fire those people. <laughs> Well, it, well, the other one too is everybody thinks it's magic too. You know, they, they think, uh, right. you, know, you know, and, and software as a service companies, I, I blame them too. You know, I mean, yeah. they paint this rosy, beautiful, you know, picture that it's going to solve all of your issues and everything else. And then, uh, you know, I, I work, you know, with, with large, large, large enterprise companies sometimes where it's a one-year implementation right. and they're, and, and, you know, they were sold. And then all of a sudden it's, wait a second, nine months to implement. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, you know, it requires effort, man. Yeah. (laughs) And, 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 and unfortunately, so I always say, you know, software as a service, uh, sometimes we do a dis, a real disfavor to our, to our, um, to our clients because we, we sell them this incredible vision, but we don't tell them, yeah, it's going to get, it's going to be three years to get there. (laughs) Um, You know? And so, yeah. So I think that's great. Thank you. We've, you know, we've been struggling with exactly that on a different level. Like we've actually um, realized that we had to even be more clear about it. So the actual implementation of Lately takes about 20 minutes right. and you're up and running right away. And the learning process isn't long at all. It's like literally a week maybe, but the process that is hard is that work is required. Everything right. the AI spits out, a human has to look at and be like, oh, that's a little bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. You know that what I mean? doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. And we can see customers letting it roll and you're just like, dude, you're not, you don't even care what you're publishing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wow, that's fantastic. And so uh, we will put up, of course, in the show notes, uh, tell everybody the URL. Oh, it's lately.ai. I'm bad. You know, the shoemaker has no shoes. You know what I'm saying, Douglas? Yeah. And, and you guys, <laughs> and by the way, your social media presence uh, to your, you know, obviously that needed to be outstanding, but you guys are absolutely f- fanatics online uh with social media i love following you guys all on twitter i think i think i think when i wrote about lately literally i got you know probably two dozen people that retweeted and talked about the article and thanked me and everything else and i think out of anybody that i've ever written about it was the most (laughs) incredible response from there's sometimes where i write about a company and they don't even thank me they don't they don't say anything it's so weird isn't it i mean we it is yeah we rely on you i mean so there's two there's two things one we're grateful because we're a small fry we are and we we need others to lift us up as a company and as humans of course right right and the other reason is it's lead gen for me So we have, um, we only use, let me blow some minds. We only use lately to market lately. We don't use any paid ads, no cold calls, no cold emails. I'm going to ask you for the file of this show, Douglas. I'm going to run it through the AI. It's going to spit out probably 40 posts. My team is going to optimize them and make sure it didn't say anything weird, add the right hashtags, whatever. And we're going to triple, we're going to trickle feed them out over time because this is legacy content. 
that you yeah. and I are, are creating. This is the mindset you and I already have, right? We know that. And then um, we move people into in, in DMs, et cetera, but we have a 98% sales conversion. Whoa. Whoa. 98% from trial to sale. Yeah. That is incredible. So, so, so there's a, there's your call to action is, immediately within the show notes, we will absolutely share where to follow lately, but you will see it in action with this podcast. Yeah. And that's the fun part. I mean, like granted, we're a startup. So like, that's something we do really well. There's a bunch of stuff we totally screw up all the time. (laughs) (laughs) That's part of being a startup. That's part of it. You know, we're, we're learning, but, um, it's been really exciting to, to see that. And also we were talking about the SaaS process and, and SaaS in general, you know, always there's been two ways to, to market a SaaS business. You throw a ton of paid money at it and right. to scale it, or you have a million SDRs and then smile and dial. It's a numbers game until we pummel you to death, right? Exactly. We hate being on the receiving end of those things as humans, right? Yeah. And so we were like, listen, we know this is unscalable, what we're doing. We know it is, but Gary V, our customer says, scale the unscalable. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited, like just as a marketing puzzle, like here we go, we're crossing the chasm, we're going up market with more and more enterprise customers. How do we take this thing we know works and evolve it with the information of these other pieces sure. um, so we can we can scale it? Fantastic. Well, everybody, uh, please sign up for a demo. Definitely follow uh, everybody. Uh, connect with Kate on LinkedIn as well. We'll have all of the links within our show notes as well. Uh, and uh, Kate, thank you so much for spending time. Uh, this was absolutely, uh, I, I love that we just didn't focus on, oh, it's an AI publishing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you really you really took a step back and basically talking through the, um, you know, just, just the neuro-linguistic, you know, <laughs> technology of, you know, how people respond is, is, is absolutely just, just amazing. So thank you for taking the time today. Thank you so much. Um, I'm hugging you from here in, in the Hudson Valley. If you found this episode of MarTech Zone interviews helpful, please rate and review us on your favorite podcasting platform and subscribe to our weekly newsletter at martech.zone slash subscribe. If you'd like to contact Douglas Carr to consult with your organization, speak at your event, or develop personalized training for your company, contact him at dknewmedia.com.